0: welcome to another episode of unpacking love i'm so so excited to have a fire guest in the house you guys when i tell you this lady is just fireworks she is a vibe and a half so i'm so so excited to introduce shay on the pod hey shay how's it going girl hey
1: i'm so excited to be here honestly i can't wait i can't wait to like dive deep into
2: it
0: yes for a lot of people listening out here maybe it's not a lot of you maybe but i know some of you for sure right yeah there is a struggle in this whole you know talking to people and you know dating people just that phase before you're even in a relationship with someone where sometimes we tend to get attached yeah so today's topic is gonna be around attachment I'm also gonna put in a plug right now for an attachment episode that I did I did that with with Kayla who's a the therapist and that one was episode 67 and it's called attachment styles and therapy. So in that one she was like diving into the different types of attachments that there are like secure, anxious, etc. We're not going to be talking about that today, but we are going to be talking about attachment from just like a getting attached to somebody, which you guys are like, how are you going to talk about a topic and then use the exact same word to describe it? But you guys are going to find out what we mean by attachment. <laughs> so yeah, and how this all started was I was on Instagram and then I saw that Shay had posted on her story this, she shared a post that she had seen somewhere else, it's by at Gray mm-hmm. and it said, I pray you never again get attached to a man who isn't for you come on somebody yep. Shaking tables. <laughs> I pray you never again get attached to a man who isn't for you. And you know what? I'm pretty sure there are some guys out there who do get attached. So you know what? Even for y'all, like that, you don't get attached to a woman who isn't for you. But you yeah, know, since right. me and my guest Shay, we are we're women. We're gonna be talking about you know the other side where some attachments, <laughs> <laughs> some attachments have been attached, and you know some struggles have been have been um overcome by the grace of God. Yeah 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 I mean, some might be a work in progress, but it's okay, right, but we'll get we'll get exactly, so without further ado, girl, let us jump into it. so, in your words, what is attachment? In my words, I'll
1: say it's it's like a feeling of fondness, like an affection for someone or something because of like sentimental value. That's how I would put it.
0: Wow, okay, mm. <laughs> okay, yeah, I love that. I feel like it's a very like clean definition yeah
2: very very clean very
0: clean <laughs> could you repeat that one more time for the people at the back it's <laughs> can y'all hear me any louder <laughs> okay it's like fondness and great
1: affection for someone or something because of sentimental value
0: okay because of sentimental value okay you know what I'm gonna give you guys maybe like a street definition because (laughs) the one that you gave us I feel like it's more dictionary okay my definition you guys when I say I'm now attached to someone Mm. what it means is for the most part during the day I think (laughs) about you multiple times You're crossing my mind unprovoked, right? Um, So for me, like, I I would know that I'm attached to someone when it's like I want to hear from them or, like, I want to talk to them. That can be through anything. It could be, like, through Uh uh text through it could be you sending me a reel on instagram yeah 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 but like just that touch point so then i'll know that i'm attached to someone when there's that desire or that longing to hear from that person Mm -hmm. you guys probably have your own definitions as well but but you know we're gonna we're gonna dig deep into this so something that you mentioned shay was uh something about the sentimental part of your definition so can you go a little bit more into that
1: a little bit a little bit deeper yes Um, ma'am <laughs> um, okay, so when I mean sentiment, I mean like something that holds like great value, or like that that person that's something, let me translate. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like that person where they they do something of great value that it's so sentimental that it has that hold on you, that attachment because of that one specific thing that they did
0: oh wow okay 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 so so quick question can this happen at any point so it could be the talking stage like dating can that thing that they did be done there or are you talking about in a relationship sense
1: yeah it can be done in the talking stage
0: okay okay what is can you give us like let us in what is an example of something that you'd be like oh okay this is something that could be considered of high value
1: okay i'll give an example (laughs) It's not something that happened to me though, you know. Okay. <laughs> but um she had a series of toxic relationships, right? So when she met this person, something simple like buying flowers, or something simple like um buying her food or taking care of her, committing, like communicating well, it was of such great value that because of that one thing, she was then attached to him. Cause she didn't have that before. Damn, man! So that now somebody comes and just does that one thing, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, nobody has ever done this for me before." So I think this is it, man. Little do you know, it's it's not it. It's not it.
0: Oh man, do you know what? Yeah. Listen, I don't know if it's because I just came from church or what, but I felt that go, in my go deeper, go deeper. <laughs> in my spirit. Yo, I feel like the way you painted it, especially talking about the fact that you know. Someone could have been, you in this example that you gave, it was like a toxic, series of toxic relationships, but sometimes yeah. it might not even have been toxic. It could have been like you were in a relationship with someone and then they were taking you for granted, right? So it wasn't toxic, exactly. but they were not doing things that actually should be considered a bare minimum, right? Yeah. Something that should be considered a bare minimum. So for example, communication for me is a bare minimum. Mm-hmm. It's like yes. in any relationship, we need to be able to communicate. And so if someone has come from like a, a relationship, long-term relationship where their partner was not able to communicate, and then mm-hmm. to your point, here comes this guy into the picture and he's able to communicate. You're like, yeah. oh my gosh, wow. <laughs> wow, men like this do exist. But but then it's, it's yeah. like beyond men like this do exist, but it's now to your point, like the whole concept of I've found the one. Yeah. Oh, ma'am, I felt that. It's deep. It's hard, right? Because as people, if you've experienced certain things or if you haven't experienced certain things, now the bare minimum, the things that are considered by everyone else, like bare minimum, are now over the top things. Exactly. It
1: becomes something great when it's not.
0: Exactly. So now you're attaching great sentimental value to your definitions Mm -hmm. point, right? You're attaching great sentimental value to this one thing that they did that actually could have just been like a very basic thing exactly and you know as you said that i'm also thinking about how sometimes too um we put more value on something than we should
2: right yeah
0: so Mm -hmm. someone does something for you maybe a guy does something for me to them they're just like oh maybe they that's how they roll they do it for everybody right
2: yeah yeah
0: for them they're just like oh this is a nice gesture that i've done But because of me, the recipient, and like my past experiences, I'm now putting too much value on something that should have been like just basic. So now I'm, you know, I'm a math girl. So now I'm extrapolating certain things. Oh, okay. The the graph. There was we we love a learned girl. Okay. (laughs) Like you had no business extrapolating, right? Like that whole thing Mm -hmm. of saying, "Oh, because he did this." that means he really likes me. Because exactly. honestly, I feel like some of the situations, wow, look at me saying some of the situations, like I have multiple <laughs> attachments, things that have happened. Let me say, in in situations where <laughs> some of these things have happened, it really mm-hmm. is that, where it's like, I think it all starts in your mind sometimes. Yeah. I'm not saying like the person, that the person is not to blame, but definitely ours, we'll talk more about it. But like, sometimes we end up attached because we're overthinking things that, someone has done instead of just taking things at face value
2: Mm -hmm.
0: wow oh Mm -hmm. i love that i love that and then let's unpack the part of the definition where it talks about fondness right so like in your own words how would you define fondness
1: okay when you're fond of something you enjoy being around that person
2: Mm.
1: being fond of someone means you crave is a strong word but you desire to be like close to them you desire to hear from them you desire to talk to them like you're fond of them Mm
0: -hmm, they give you mm -hmm.
1: they give you the vibe that you just want to be close to them all the time
0: Yeah, yeah 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 i yeah i mean i can't even add anything to that because that's really how i would define fondness as well so i think you know you you hit it on the head right there Okay, so I think we've you know really hit on the definition of attachment. So now let's talk more about how we end up getting attached. And you went into that when you were saying you know some of the experiences that you could have had in your past could influence how quickly you get attached to someone.
1: Mm -hmm. Like sometimes when you lose your guard,
0: (laughs) Mm, come on, (laughs) when you
1: (laughs) when you let down your guard and like fully trust someone, I feel like for women when we do that, it's easy for us to get attached to somebody who might be good for us or who could be toxic. Because I've seen it happen even with myself. Like once it's like you, you put me in a place where I feel so comfortable around you. And that moment I trust you, that's the moment I start getting attached.
0: Mm, okay, okay. So when we say, let's, let's talk about this from a, the context of you're not in a relationship with the person. In the, the talking, talking phase. Yeah, in the talking phase, right? When you say like you trusted him, what mm-hmm. does that mean? And when you say you let down your guards, what does that mean? You don't have to tell us like specific things that you did, but like, you know, just a general high level picture.
1: Okay. So in the in the talking stage, yeah. I'm a very guarded person. So <laughs> so for me, if you're able to peel away those layers
2: mm.
1: and if you're able to make me open up in the talking stage for me I can easily trust you and that's when I let my guard down and then I start opening up even like even more <laughs> the floodgates are yeah the floodgates just open Like <laughs> I think <laughs> I think we can go deeper
0: oh my gosh okay okay sounds good and when you say guarded right mm-hmm. what does that mean like is that just how you are as a person like in all types of relationships with it's like friendships like family what does guarded mean in this case
1: uh in this case okay in terms of relations actually maybe family also and friendships um
2: I protect (laughs) I protect my heart you know um so that I'm not
1: easily heartbroken I'm not easily like susceptible to like everything these guys be throwing at me. So it's a it's a defense mechanism, actually. Um one that I also kind of need to work on. (laughs) But it's more of a defense mechanism because I once was so heartbroken that I was like men are trash and I ain't gonna do this anymore. So from now on, (laughs) from now on we're protecting this heart. So that's what I mean by like guarded is now I take my time to get to know somebody. I don't let you in easily.
0: Mm, okay so then the moment to your point the moment when somebody a guy is able to tap into that part of you and you see yourself Mm -hmm. just you know letting him in on on letting him into your heart basically then you know that you're attached to the person yeah okay and so for you it's kind of like equating which is I I guess I see how the trust part comes is because the fact that this person has gotten you to even talk In your mind, you're like, "Oh, there must be something about this person." And now, because you trust them even more, you keep telling them more information. Yeah. Yo, can I just say that you are very, (laughs) very self aware, and honestly, power to you. Okay, I try. try. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing, Shay. I will say one of the ways that I got attached. So. Wow! Even just thinking about it, do you know what? <laughs> it's okay. Open up. Tell us the gist. <laughs> there was one time when I was like, um, I was I was talking to some person, not mm-hmm. not in a really romantic way, like a friend or whatever. And I was like, listen, it's very possible to get hard programmed in the talking stage, guys. Because yes, person, it, like, is. it is. It is. I was there. Let me tell you, it does not take a man being like, "Oh, we're in a relationship." for oh, the heart to break you know what i mean yeah. and so just looking at that situation and like trying to think about how i got attached so this guy right let me let you guys in so we met uh, online it was online dating so mm-hmm. you know we swiped drives. we swiped drives. okay swiping uh, right okay so then you know things are going well so like we we started messaging on the app and you know i was like because first of all you know how it is with online dating you see a profile and like you like what you see like mm-hmm. and when i say like what you see it's not just the physical it's like you know the substance be, the, the substance the
1: and
2: yeah
0: so anyway so we start messaging uh let's just say we started messaging on like a friday right mm-hmm. by the time we got to sunday this person was this guy he was like mm-hmm. here's my number so like we can just move the conversation from the app to texting, mm-hmm. which at this point, uh, let it be very clear, guys, in case people are listening and they're like, wow, Michelle, you got attached in two days. I didn't Yeah, that was so- bad.
2: Yeah, me too. Yes, I was like- no, 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 no.
0: I was not attached. But you know what? I was like, you know what? That's fine. Like I can text the guy. He's not a creep. He didn't seem like. Yeah, there's, there's
1: no harm. Actually, there's no harm. no harm. There.
0: It's just a number let me tell Mm -hmm. you anyway so I sent him my number so then uh, no actually I text him I'm like oh hey you know this is Michelle whatever so we start texting and probably like I don't know within a day or two or something like that he was like oh we should do FaceTime which is actually hey for anybody who's online dating it is good for you to like meet somebody Mm -hmm virtually at least and like see if you like what you say. The you're person. Listening. Yeah, exactly. Ain't no way you're gonna be talking to someone for three months and you haven't seen them. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Sounds good. So then uh-huh. we started video calling. This is where all the problems start. Now let me tell you. So we video called, right? And mm-hmm. the conversation, when I tell you, the conversation was flowing, flowing. You know, um, and it wasn't like, oh we're um, talking um, like oh I like you and blah blah blah. No, it was just yeah. like when you're getting to know someone and whatever. And instantly, it was like, we just had a connection. Let's just call it like a friendship connection. But obviously, yeah. We, yeah, like, okay. Like, it was a friendly conversation, which was good. And there was no awkwardness. There was just feeling very comfortable and being able to talk to this person. Okay. So then what now happens? See, the thing is, I did not realize as it was happening. It's easier to say in retrospect, right? So yes. what then started happening was like, you know, we started, we be messaging like every day. So every morning, this guy would say good morning to me. So then, you know, Uh, I'm like, oh, uh, good morning. You are used to those good morning messages. (laughs) Uh. Let me tell you, when those good morning messages disappear, guys, you feel like you need life. You feel like you need oxygen. What? Yes. Like, what happened? Yes.
1: You're waking up and you're seeing that good morning text, man. Girl
0: let me tell you so anyway so you right now you know it's still like the good morning text and like during the day like he's messaging me like what chicken and the thing is at this point i feel like i'm in control right so yeah i'm like mm-hmm. oh that's nice good morning okay that's nice and we're messaging mm-hmm. here and there okay so then now the calls are now you know we're having facetime calls now oh, every mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. Huh. okay well Long story short, because right now we're not going to do a whole episode on this one (laughs) scenario, okay? Long story short, with all the FaceTimes, and then on top of it, like, when he would go and visit some of his friends, he would FaceTime me, he would introduce me to his friends. To his friends, uh (gasps) uh-huh. So then now I'm like, any moment now, I will be his girlfriend. It is coming. Let me tell you something. (laughs) 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 Let me tell you something. So, let us put a pin in that part, in that story and what i will say is how i got attached to him was there was a constant talking to this person he's messaging me all the time we're facetiming and and all these things are happening when he's with his friends like i'm i'm talking to his friends like he Uh keeps me like basically all the little things that would happen in a relationship were happening what happened already right right and also i i should say also this person was like in a different state and um we and then yeah because of how things were set up it was like earlier parts of the pandemic, like 2020. Okay. Much, okay. Right? Okay. So in oh, terms of how things were set up, it took us a while to then like meet in person. But anyway, you guys don't need to hear all of that part. All I'm going to mm-hmm. say is how I ended up getting attached to this person was there was constant communication and FaceTiming me and all of that. And so now mentally, and you know, here's the thing, right? Some people are able to, um, like you get all sorts of advice from people. Some people will tell yeah. you, Hey, when you're in that talking stage, talk to multiple people yeah yeah right? mm-hmm. even when you're like still just don't dating. put your eggs in
1: one basket kind right of and even mm-hmm. when you're still
0: dating and like you know you're not exclusive with anybody you are on the mm-hmm. market talk to many people here's the problem guys like you are talking to him only yes theoretically <laughs> right theoretically speaking <laughs> you know the way you laughed <laughs> I like it's supposed to work but then when you're now in the situation so obviously let's talk about this situation that I was talking about in the first yeah. like few <laughs> days right or like the first week or so of course I was still on the app and I'm still like talking to people but what happens to me especially is especially once I'm invested in this person and yeah. this person is just feeding into like we're, we're in constant communication all the time I have mm-hmm. no interest. Anyway, other people would be liking my profile. I'm not even checking for you like that. For me, it's like, it's done. So people do say, talk to many people, but truthfully speaking for me, once I like someone. You just focus on them. Yeah, it's like game Uh over. My eyes are closed. So that's what I'll say. How I got attached in that was like there was constant communication. And then also just the whole thing of like, now it was just me talking to this one person. So that's what I will say yeah what are some of the ways that you think you know people end up getting attached
1: attached mm. I think also when you become codependent on someone
0: Oh, talk about it
1: yeah Mm. yeah (laughs) when you become so codependent and rely on somebody I feel like that builds an even stronger attachment issue especially in a relationship actually this one will be in terms of a relationship okay because I feel like even if you're in a relationship, you should have some form of independence. Right. Yeah, you shouldn't just be like codependent where you do everything together. You can't live without each other. You know that you need some space sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah. <it is. laughs> you need some space sometimes. She and said, I feel don't like, be on that man. Like, why no, no, guys? no, don't be. Don't, don't be. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like
1: codependency, because I've seen it happen to some people and it just doesn't
2: end well. Every single time. Every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <I'm laughs> like, like, how many situations did you see?
1: I'm like, ma'am. Hey. <laughs> it's hard to these streets, man. You know,
2: it's hard you
0: not. Know, so, like, okay, with the codependence, I get what you're saying. Like, okay, there's no independence. So, you do everything with this person. I guess mm-hmm. you could also even add the fact that if this person is your provider, like oh yeah 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 Um, I guess you you can get into that part of let's say for example like they pay your rent (laughs) (laughs) rent or something like that I guess you could also be attached because you could also just be like oh like they're doing all these things for me which might mean like I, I think all of it also it comes down to sometimes the value that we put on something that's been done for us might actually not hold the same Amount of weight to the other person. So let's say, for example, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. I'm dating a guy who's like well off, well off, well off, okay. And let's say like every month he pays for my rent, mm-hmm. I might be like, oh my gosh, wow, he really loves me. That's how he provides for me. But then for him, like the money could actually just not even mean that much. Like to him, it's just exactly like, oh, to okay.
1: him, it's nothing.
0: Right. It's pennies. So yeah, so I'll say that. Um, I will also say, the situations of these attachment things i'm not gonna say it's the same situation as the one that i painted <laughs> actually you know what i'm gonna be honest with you guys that's the yeah. person let's continue okay go
1: story. deeper i think you just need an episode on this person you know i'm like,
0: telling you yeah, let's do it <laughs> yo i am telling you i'm telling you <clears throat> i was brewing and cooking in my emotions for like probably three and a half months four months right okay and okay. of course, you know, as we grow guys, you learn, you learn that there's a mistake mistakes that you shouldn't make me and this guy, because we were talking for so long and like, uh-huh. we would have deep conversations too. Like we would, uh-huh. we would marry each other, but we would talk about things like marriage, right? Marriage so talk stuff, about, like uh-huh. Kids and blah, blah, blah. Now, another reason or like another avenue of how we end up getting attached is not living in the present. In my head, I had married this man. that's an issue we all have and it's like you know because everything was just aligned right you know you talk about things that you have on your list things that you want out of a guy Mm -hmm. and blah 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 yeah and all the boxes honey they were checked and now that i'm even talking to this person like you know you start to see oh wow we have similar family Mm -hmm. values i like Mm -hmm. the man that he is because also like this guy um he was like a few years older than me so then you know when i would like tell him say like an issue i had at work like he was low-key giving me mentoring i was like wow i see growth i see you know (laughs) you're seeing like a whole lot of things right (laughs) yeah but (laughs) that whole thing let me tell you the worst thing about how we, when all of this then ended right with this yeah person, was like <laughs> the breakup is not only and you see people are even like why are you talking about breakup when you're on a talking stage but the heartbreak is not just about yeah. the fact that you know hearts still break even when there's no relation the heartbreak though is no longer just like i'm hurting because i'm not talking to this person anymore i'm mm-hmm. now trying to have a divorce with the man i married yeah exactly you, you married him in your head and it's yeah. it's hard because
1: it's like you're you're grieving what could have been
0: girl yes oh you know how to speak English yes and and
1: that's and that's the hard part because we formulated this whole like life in your in your mind and stuff you fantasized how it's going to be and then all of a sudden it's cut short man that's like the hardest part like grieving what could have been oh
0: oh let me tell you oh wow I was in pain (laughs) you'll be in pain I was in pain so you know what what did I learn from this right Mm. what I learned is and you know this goes into some of the things that we could practically even do so that we don't get too attached quickly
2: Mm -hmm. to people
0: I learned that there needs to be boundaries in that talking stage. Or when I'm talking to someone, I need to have boundaries in terms of like time invested in this person, right? Uh Because the more, especially when like, you know, the person has checked some of your boxes, the more you talk to them, the more you feel like, oh my gosh, that fondness. And the more yes, oh, I need to keep talking to you. To this person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you make my day so much brighter. Like I want to talk to you. So like boundaries in terms of time that's spent with someone. And then also even boundaries in terms of, you know, and, and I think it's, it ties in well with what you said Mm -hmm. about letting someone in. Mm -hmm. So having boundaries on how much to disclose to someone, right? Because I think once I feel comfortable with someone, Uh it's easy for me. Like if I, to your point, if I feel comfortable with someone and I trust them, it's like easier for me to like disclose information Disclose
2: more Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: right and I just like keep letting them in on on certain things so yeah so that's definitely another thing that I learned Mm -hmm. how about for you though like what are some things that you feel like okay you could do to not get Mm -hmm. attached to people quickly
1: I think my point ties into yours actually just to take your time you know like when when we're in the uh, talking stage Take your time to get to know the person. There's no rush. Don't rush it. Just. Girl, but it's easier that. said than done. What do you mean? I know, because with time, what like, mean? things will always be revealed in time, right? So it's like, save yourself the heartache by just taking time and like getting to know the person because the person is going to reveal who they truly are. And you end up seeing the crimson flags, you know, the red flags, <laughs> and you save yourself the heartache
0: and just run, <laughs> just move away. But but the question is this, right? Yeah. When you say take your time, mm-hmm. what's, what's, what's a number you can throw out there of like, say, an example of number of months to take to get to know someone?
1: The thing is, I've done a talking stage for like six months. So I don't know now if that's normal or not. Was that successful <laughs> because... at the
0: end? Did you go into the relationship? I did, did actually. Okay. But okay. then the relationship ended after another six months. <laughs> Girl, RIP to the relationship. I'm sorry. I felt that. I felt that. But uh, do you know what? Mm -hmm. Man, it's such a tricky thing, right? Because, yes, there's that part of like, uh, take your time to get to know someone. But Uh I feel like we actually need tips for how do do you not catch feelings, say in the six months that you were talking to this guy, how did you not get attached to him in the talking stage?
1: um okay with this particular with ex of mine I wasn't communicating as much like it wasn't like an everyday thing mm-hmm. so now I was kind of protecting myself so that because I knew I knew that okay if I keep talking to this guy every day like this it's not going to be good for me so we we'll talk <laughs> like <laughs> we'll talk like here and there maybe like alternative days or so I'll say that
0: and these were phone calls or texts or a mix
1: these were texts
0: okay Oh, wow. You you are guarding your heart, guarding your heart. You no, know, the okay. thing
1: is that I, this I think was just on the other end, because I feel like if you're trying to get me, though, like show me something, you know, because we're in the same town. You're literally like 10 minutes away from me. You can call me, you can do all that stuff. But like he wasn't. So, you know, it was just I'm trying to feel you. I don't know if you're feeling me. So I'm like mm. backing away. But at the same time, I'm like trying to get to know you. You know, that confusion state like you don't know what the other person is thinking
0: yeah yeah that is a valid point right where it's like okay maybe not talking every day because honestly I feel like that's the problem for me or that's Mm -hmm, been a problem mm -hmm. right where I have gotten attached if you're feeding oh it sounds like I have a problem I don't have a problem
1: (laughs) you don't have a problem girl I don't have a
0: problem but like if if like we're talking all the time multiple times during the Mm -hmm. day you Mm -hmm.
2: know
0: now like when that doesn't happen I'm like oh my gosh especially not especially when I really really like you that becomes a problem yeah because I'm like oh my gosh you know so I think to your point like kind of stretching things out helps a lot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the reason why I was asking you about like what taking your time means is because I feel like sometimes right like I've even yeah. had um people come on the podcast like I did a series last year with married couples where yeah they're sharing their love stories mm-hmm, and sometimes someone will go on a date a first date right yeah and the date is meant to be like i don't know an hour and a half or two hours long but they hit it off and it ends up being a nine hour conversation and like this one girl you know she was telling me she's like oh yeah like when she met her husband
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know and when they went on their first date they talked about obviously if you talk for nine hours you're talking about all sorts of things they went deep even in that first conversation so i feel like even that whole thing of like taking your time, Uh it's not easy to take your time if you're doing intense things Uh all the time. So, and and by intense right now, what I'm talking about is like, say FaceTime calls, right? If I am doing FaceTime calls with someone and we're talking on the phone for like an hour today, tomorrow we Uh talk two hours, the next day, three hours, four hours. Uh That's like, you know, that's information that could have been consumed over like say six months by somebody else through texting right so then i think maybe there is something to be said about pacing yourself and having those boundaries of saying look 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 i am not trying to have 10 hour conversations with you because listen i'm not trying to get at because then in 10 hours too you're not talking about fluff you're talking about things. yeah
1: you're talking about deep things you're talking about traumas at this point like 10 hours is a long time yeah it's a long time
0: yeah what's your take on you know the the technique or strategy that some people uh, recommend which is talking to multiple people at the same time have you been successful in that
2: I've hey, I don't, this is tough.
0: It's,
1: it's tough but like I think I'm like you we're the same actually in terms of okay I know everybody says don't put your eggs in one basket but for me Once I have that person who's doing everything that I like and want, I automatically like focus on that and excommunicate the other
0: ones. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Oh my gosh, the choice of words. Okay. So you also, I guess, are similar, but I guess maybe Yeah, a bit similar. Because with your ex, for example, you had pasted, right? Like it had gone over like six months. Mm -hmm. So so yeah. So I, I guess that makes a lot of sense. I think Something that you also mentioned with your ex story and how you were able to do like the six months talking stage was there was that thing of being unsure of whether the person is about you or not not really, right? Because they were not doing the most or you're not taking the time and all of that. Yeah. Right. You're like, you are unsure of the energy. I think sometimes the issue comes when the person is putting pressure. Okay. And by putting pressure, (laughs) what I mean is (laughs) like your messaging, and when you message, they quickly respond. You're talking on the phone all the time. Like, they're doing all sorts of just, like, random things, right? Mm -hmm. So then in that case, I think also something to take note of is, you know, just because you're talking all the time with this person does not actually necessarily mean that this person likes you like that. Yeah. It could just be,
1: like, a friendship, just a bond, you know, not necessarily leading to a relationship.
0: Yes. Yeah. There are times when, and it's going to be really bad to say, but there are times when I am bored, So um, it's out of Um, boredom. And let me tell you, boredom (laughs) is one of the worst things because in boredom, this is how you start talking to someone multiple times and now you're catching feelings that you had no business doing, right? But because Mm -hmm. I had nothing to do, and this person essentially like, you know, the conversation starts and when the conversation, the vibes are vibing and uh-huh. continuing to just talk, talk, talk. Now, next thing, boredom has given birth to a talking stage and maybe like not only that, but it's given birth to attachment. So I think that yeah. also becomes an issue as well. You know?
2: uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. I think another thing is being clear of what you're looking for, right? Because you just said, for example, uh, sometimes when someone is talking to you, they're just enjoying the friendship that's growing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so if you know like you guys are talking and the person that the person on the other end they're like oh yeah like this is a really good friend of mine yeah but you have ulterior motives or you see that you're starting to like this person and you want to be more than friends
2: mm-hmm. then
0: that could also be an issue because now mm-hmm. this person maybe they're just talking to you because they enjoyed the conversation they enjoyed the friendship but that's it and you're like oh my gosh because this person is talking to me a lot they like me but that's not it right and then yeah. like, oh my gosh i cannot function with this person or without this person
1: yeah
0: are there any other things that you can think of
1: well i'm christian so i'm a jesus lover so i'll just take you to church a second
0: <laughs> amen sis amen
1: <laughs> i think the best thing that one person could do is just pray about it you know when you're getting to know somebody pray about it ask the holy spirit what he's saying about this guy and just save yourself the heartache the traumas the everything you know and just just pray about it
0: okay so let's talk about that i like that you're bringing prayer into this because people have very different praying styles yeah what are some sample prayers that you have prayed
1: in terms of my relationships you and it always works guys I always pray like in the beginning, Lord, if it's not for me, just destroy it. If it's for me, then let it be so. Literally two days later, something will happen. Something will happen.
0: But you know, the problem is sometimes too, I think it's about like the timing of the prayer, right? Because, yeah. oh man. And actually I remember this time years ago, years ago, uh-huh. um, I just or something, <laughs> Not all men, but some men are some men. So I was talking to some guy, right? Mm -hmm. And behold, feelings had been caught. So Mm -hmm. anytime this guy would be texting me, I'd be sitting with like friends or whatever. Anytime this guy would text me, the smiling, Mm -hmm. it's, it's literally like everyone could be having conversation. It just goes mute. I can't hear anything. Yeah, and I'm just smiling at my phone because at this moment, the only person <laughs> who exists is this guy. So yeah. then earlier on, when I was even talking to the guy, one of my really close friends, she was like, Michelle, because she saw me smiling. Cause we're yeah, she me saw so smiling yeah, she saw you smiling, yeah. She's like, Michelle, have you prayed about him? We should pray. I said, my friend, hold off. Yes. On Please, let me just enjoy this one now because of the very fact that. Because so- you knew,
1: probably deep down, you knew that mm, if I'm to pray about this one, you know, I might just lose it. <laughs>
0: listen I'm telling you exactly so yes okay I like what you said about you know like praying so I guess some of the prayers have been like okay to your point you know if this isn't for me then then Mm -hmm. I also think though sometimes Mm -hmm. we'll get signs but it depends on how far you're in to this person already because sometimes it's like you yourself know I'm not supposed to be with this person. Yes, yeah, and then but you, are <laughs> like, you know what? It could be, it could change, right? And so you continue to yeah. just hold on. And I think yeah. what time does too is like time. I feel just builds more attachment. Like if you're already yeah. attached to this person, the more time you spend with them, the stronger the bond you end up having. In but I really like what you said about you know like just having praying to to God. I think a prayer that mm-hmm. I have not prayed is you know. And you know the, the the Bible says there's that verse about uh, guarding your heart, right? Like guard your heart because out of it come the well springs of life. And to be honest, mm-hmm. that's one of those verses that I know. But to be honest, do I really understand what guarding my heart is based on my prior experience? Clearly, it's just it those. That's, no, that's a good question. <laughs> has no understanding, right? So so a prayer that I have not prayed um, mm-hmm. is is you know praying for my heart. And for me not to get attached. Cause I think also that's another prayer. Nope. That's a good, I'm writing that down because I never prayed about that. Right. Right. Because I think like praying that like, Oh God, if it's not from you, take it away. I mean, like sometimes, and, and I think that's another thing too. I was, I was reading up on this and it said, sometimes people are in your life for a season. Yeah. So this person, if a seasonal person, it could even be this could be someone who's even like a, a, a friend or like uh-huh, a, a female uh-huh. person, right? And if you start to say, Oh, this person is supposed to be my best friend for the rest of my life and if their assignment was to just be seasonal, then you're setting yourself up for disaster, right? Disaster, so for disaster, yeah, yeah, right. Uh-huh. There's somebody who I, you know, caught feelings for and blah blah blah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we didn't end up being in a relationship with that person. And at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? I can't even continue talking to this person because I won't be able to take it. My heart can't do it, right? Yeah, your heart, yeah. So that person, though, while we were still talking, mm-hmm. I actually learned a lot of things about this person because we had similar dreams and kind of things that we wanted mm-hmm. in our life. Now, I strongly believe now that there are some people who we have no business catching feelings for. Mm-hmm. We, like, if I had remained friends with this person up until now, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, God is still able to do a lot of things in my life, obviously. But yeah. like, had I remained friends with this person, I would have had someone who had dreams that are aligned with mine, and we could have encouraged each other in pursuits of that, right? Yeah. But because yeah. I went ahead, I fell in love. <laughs> if I fell in love with strong. I got attached, right? And then yeah. now I'm like, yeah. ah, look, I cannot continue to be in touch with you because, yeah, this is not good for my for my own health. So yeah. I think some of those things to just praying, like, okay, God, please oh help me guard my heart and give me the strategies to not get attached
2: and then Mm -hmm. that prayer
0: that you said like if it's not for me god please take it away and then the other thing that maybe is to pray to have the i think it's discernment that's really it is is. yes to be able to be like okay with this person how should i categorize them like should this person just be like a friend or should is there something else that's coming out you know from this with this person Mm-hmm. Oh, I really like it. I pray a prayer for Han. I love it. Yes,
1: that's that's a good one. That's a good one.
0: Is there any advice you have to people out there who are currently in the trenches of attachments?
2: Yay. Um, <laughs> um be
1: bold and have the courage to step away. Wow. Uh it's I know it's hard when us ladies we get attached it's it's so hard to leave the person because we make them like our world you know and we don't want to move away from them because we feel like i won't find another person like this but just the best advice i can say be bold have courage take a step back work on yourself heal like take time to heal and Mm -hmm. know what you want from like in a relationship, know how you want to be treated, know how you want to treat the other person because we also carry our own traumas, you know, it's it goes both ways.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and most importantly pray about it.
0: I absolutely, absolutely love that. And I think that the other thing that I'll also add to what you said is doing things to distract yourself, right? Yeah. No, that's
1: yeah, I felt that yeah. one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do things to like distract yourself. So like, I think I really like what you said about working on yourself because that's something that's actually productive. But mm-hmm. then also just doing certain things to not obsess over someone who you have no business obsessing over. So, for example, I've noticed that like if I go out and I hang out with my friends, mm-hmm. like the other day, I was with a friend of mine for like six hours, right? And that's happened multiple times with like, you know different friends or whatever. If I mm-hmm. go and I hang out with friends, for that time that I'm there, I'm not even thinking about this person right I'm not thinking about oh let me text this I think just having other things in your life that are going Mm -hmm. on will help kind of distract you you know distract you from it and I also was looking up some articles online to see what other people have done and I saw something that said uh this this woman was saying like for her she she had designated times where she would talk to the person so outside of that times of that time frame she wouldn't talk to the person Right, that's very practical yeah and that takes a lot of discipline too so maybe it could be like you know what i will allow myself to talk to this person um like maybe in the evening right Mm -hmm. and that's the time that you talk to them and she was like you know not going to your phone every time to check if they've like messaged you you Mm -hmm. know um and i think also another thing which thankfully that is not my issue because i think my pride just won't allow me to do but (laughs) i know that there are also some people who when they are attached, they'll send multiple messages to someone, or like they'll call yes. them. And me, I will not, I <laughs> will be dying inside, but I will not. Yeah, I will that. not. I have not messaged you multiple times and I call you multiple times. So, I think also some other techniques that people are saying were, were just like, you know, if you see that, like, okay, you've messaged this person a few times or like you've messaged them, and I think this person actually said, I have a two text rule. The maximum yes. number of texts that I will send you is two messages. If you're not going to respond to me, then like message received, you know? So yeah. I think, okay, yeah. So I think to what you said, like being bold, especially when you see that, okay, I'm attached to this person and this is actually not going anywhere. And sometimes, and and, and let me also say this, right? We don't only get attached to people who we know we actually see a future with. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is, let's say, for example, I meet someone, right? And very quickly, I'm like, oh, this person is missing two fundamental things from my list of things that I'm looking for in a a spouse. Yeah. Right? These uh-huh. are deal breakers and this person is missing them. You uh-huh. can still very much get attached to this person if you've into that like multiple, com- like communicating all the time and just uh-huh, having uh-huh. all this conversation. So like sometimes the heart will just overrule even your brain and, yeah. and what you're thinking about. So it's important to kind of put those things and safeguard, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. like safeguard your feelings and all of that. Yeah. That's
1: good advice. That's good advice.
0: Listen, this is so therapeutic. I feel so heard. I feel so seen. I really enjoyed it. (laughs) I enjoyed it too. So thank you so, so much, Shay, for coming on the pod. Uh, Thank you so much for
1: having me. It was such an honor. I had so much fun, actually. It was like having a conversation with my big sister. So therapeutic. So I had so much fun.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And it's so nice also because when we're having this conversation, you like brought in some examples. So that's like, you know, from friends, friends, stories or from your own stories. I think Mm -hmm. it's much easier to like explain something from experience too. So thank you for being vulnerable and for being open with us. And to everybody who was listening Shay and I would love to hear from you about some of the practical things that you guys do to not get attached. So, hit me up in the DMs and I would love, love, love to hear from you. So, to everybody who was listening, thank you so, so much once again. Make sure that you raise the pod, leave some stars, okay? And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Peace. (laughs)